0: You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court a law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown that's on face.
1: Hello and welcome everyone. Step into the shop. The doors are open. We're kicking them open this morning. Getting everybody inside so glad you're here we are so glad you're here i'm shopkeeper dan and with me as always is kyle creator of financial Neptitude. how you doing today kyle
0: good happy 420
1: it's 420 (laughs) i'm doing good i'm in high spirits (laughs) as it were it's been my favorite holiday since i was a wee lad
0: I'm more of a St. Patrick's Day myself, but.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hi, a bit to the Irish, but you know, uh, they're both green holidays, so I think we got some common ground. Part of our excitement in celebrating this holiday is we have the wonderful esteemed Jen Beck with us. She's from Cannabase and com. How are you doing today, Jen? I'm great. Thank you for having me. So, Jen, why don't you give us a little bit of context? How did you get involved with Cannabase and what did Cannabase do?
2: Yeah, so um, it was back in 2013. My background was in um, web, online marketing. I worked for some startups in Denver and my husband is a web developer, a programmer. And Mm. I connected with one of my old best friends from high school who had become very successful running a chain of medical marijuana dispensaries. Um, Rec had just passed and it was like all you could read about in the news. It was really, really exciting. And I I went out to dinner with him and just said, you know, what are the technology opportunities in in Canvas? What do you guys need to run your business? And he said, there's a huge shift about to come up. Um, We were about eight months away at the time from the end of mandatory vertical integration in the Colorado market. Mm
1: -hmm. So mandatory. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So up until this point, you had to have both a grow and a dispensary and you had to provide 70% of your own product. So you were allowed to wholesale like 30%, but you had to do the rest of it yourself.
0: What was the reasoning behind that?
2: I think they were trying to keep the market small. um, Especially, you know, when it was just medical, it it was just a much, it was just a much, much smaller operation when it was a medical Mm -hmm. market. But as we moved into rec, Um, and it was getting bigger, it was time to allow people to be specialists. You know, the growers and the retail dispensaries are very different businesses. Uh (laughs) Amen. Exactly. Exactly. So that was the idea of cannabis because there was only this a little bit of wholesale at the time. Um, it really was like old school drug dealing. I mean, people would just call each other. Man, I got a little of this. It's it's the best stuff in town. Here's what we're charging. You got to get before it it's gone. I mean, well,
1: you got to do what you know, right? Right. <laughs>
2: exactly. Exactly. I mean, that was the market, and so um, it was kind of a free for all. And Cannabase, we developed to create transparency. We, we based it kind of on like an eBay where you could see how many views a listing had had, how many mm-hmm. connections there were, what's average pricing. We, we developed a world called Canalytics and oh, nice. we had our Canalytics got sent out to the market every week and we'd say, here's what stuff is going for. So nobody could pull a fast one anymore and say, you know, this is mm-hmm. the best deal in town when it wasn't.
0: Well, so you're like the Amazon of cannabis then is what it sounds like.
2: We were, we were. We were the first and um, we were the largest for for a long time. Yeah.
1: So Canabase grew to become kind of like the standard bearer of where to go to look to check the pulse of the market. Where did you go from there to selling it? and, And what I would consider as part of the big success story, you know?
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: We built a thing and it's worth money and somebody's paying us money for it. (laughs) Yeah,
2: <laughs> that was a really exciting uh, part of the story. So, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of mergers and acquisitions in the cannabis space, um, especially with the publicly traded companies. You know, they're the ones that yeah. use, use their stock, like capital to, you know, to build more assets and, and right. grow their stocks. So Cannabase got swallowed up by a bigger company called Helix TCS, which meant technology compliance security. And their goal was to be this one-stop shop um, to manage your business. And we provided that that integrated inventory capabilities. Uh, Helix then went on to merge with a company called BioTrack THC, which was like the big beast point of sale system. Point of sale mm-hmm. is really important in cannabis because you have this seed to sale tracking, you have to track the plant at all stages of its life cycle. And so it's really particular technology, like if it goes down for five minutes, every business in the state flips out, it's, it's a really, <laughs> really important part. Um, and so cannabis was rolled into BioTrack. And that was a really great next step for it.
0: That's kind of interesting. I think uh, aluminum, when I worked for Alcoa, kind of has the same uh, tracking system like you have to track the metal like all the way through the process uh, for the stuff that's used in like airplanes because oh, if something happens to uh, that plane you know 20 years down the line they need to go back and look and look at all the documentations of how it was melted how it was shaped how it was formed
2: yeah and with cannabis it's you know that's what the state requires is that they know that you know mm-hmm. where every plant is at any given moment you know you can never leave that tracking system
0: So I did go back through, I found the Helix and the other transactions, but one thing I could never find was, was how much money did you get out of that? (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't find the sale price.
2: So we sold for, you know, kind of a mix. This is how it works with a lot of these. It was a lot of stock. Mm -hmm. Um, Our investors made all their money back plus cash. They hired all of our employees and, you know, our actual, what we actually made out of it, it has, has coastered over the last you know, oh, five years yeah. riding the pot stock market. So I have become, you know, I live and breathe the pot stock market. My <laughs> husband and yep. I took a lot of stock for this <laughs> transaction.
1: Wow. So you were really excited there in March, I assume. Yeah.
2: We've been really excited several times. And we've also been really <laughs> devastated several times. <laughs> Today's been a particularly bad day. It's been not like a great 420 in the cannabis world.
1: No, not really. Yeah, I stopped loading my Ameritrade account uh, about nine thirty this morning. I couldn't look at it. Yeah, yeah me really too. Taking a- <laughs> 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 well, this day's a bust.
2: It is. It is.
0: Yeah, with the Democrats controlling the Senate, uh, I mean, this is probably the best chance that marijuana has had to to being decriminalized. What do you? How do you feel the chances of that happening are now?
2: So, my number one focus is safe banking and banking reform, like. Mm-hmm. Everything would change with banking reform. Um, and we're seeing some progress there. The Safe Banking Act passed the House yesterday again. It's going to need more bipartisan support to actually pass now. But um, I, I, I don't know if full decriminalization or legalization is possible. We've been writing this for a long time. But I think banking reform would, would do most of what we need done in terms of the, the real barriers that the industry is facing at the moment.
0: Does any of the existing laws prevent these stocks from being, because it looks like most of them are traded over the counter.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, does Is there something that prevents them from being listed on like the NASDAQ or the Dow or?
2: Yes, everything. Okay. So this the banking thing is a mess. Basically, because cannabis is still a controlled substance, you know, banks we always hear won't even have checking accounts for cannabis businesses. Right. When we were dealing with cannabis and we were you know, facilitating these huge wholesale transactions, you'd have these ninety-five pound bud tenders throwing a bag with like forty thousand dollars in cash in the car and driving
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> wow!
2: Yeah, it's like it's really bad. It's um, it's really really unsafe. Primarily, so the Safe Banking Act would deal with that. It would deal with access to checking and mm. it would deal with allowing you know, credit card processing and just removing this cash component. You know, now that we're in the CBD space, we're not dealing with that. Banks are a little more friendly, but we still deal with crazy high transaction costs. Um, Our payment processing numbers are insane. So these get passed on to the consumer on some level. So banking is huge. But your question about, you know, the publicly traded companies, there's so many barriers to investment right now. Because banks, institutional investors, and then some of these other exchanges don't know if they're going to be in trouble on some level for money laundering if they oh,
0: participate oh, oh, with the cannabis
2: business. Uh, yeah, so okay. there's no institutional investment. It's all, mom- I mean, you know, there's some, but it's very high risk for the institution.
0: Right. Um,
2: and that's the same thing that we're seeing on the, on the exchanges, which is why most American investors have flocked to these, the Canadian companies where it's legal. And it's mm-hmm. much safer.
0: Okay, that makes a lot more sense. So it's not necessarily the fact that it's a controlled substance. It's more the fact that it's the, the, banking, <laughs> the banking laws right now are really what's holding it up.
2: Yeah, banks are really, really vulnerable if they work with cannabis companies. Same with um, invest, institutional investors.
1: So when you were trying to grow your company, uh, did you have to jump through extra hoops to get capital? Oh my gosh! Well,
2: you know, we we raised, um, we ended up raising from that that friend I told you about, and then other people in our network. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like traditional access to capital, there was none. We we got shut down from so many bank accounts. I mean, I think we hmm. counted it was like eight or ten bank accounts we lost. It was just a matter of how long you could hold on to them.
0: <laughs> and you and- weren't even like a grower either. You were just kind of the point of sale facilitator. Like you were
2: we didn't even touch the plant. We were right. ancillary non-plant touching business. What would happen is the banks would look through your statements and they would see, you know, who we worked with. We, we mm. made money from, you know, advertising with these companies, um, cannabis companies that pay us for advertising, they pay us, you know, different types of fees. And then the things we purchased were suspicious, you know, mm-hmm. the, the swag we bought, you know, it right. indicated a <laughs> cannabis company and that was plenty for them to shut us down.
0: <laughs> oh, geez.
2: <laughs> I think I think the biggest thing that people don't realize when it comes to the, you know the unique issues faced by cannabis businesses are, are, is this banking is like a safety issue. It, the no access to capital is obviously a huge problem. Um, but then there's this 280e. Are you guys familiar with 280e?
0: No, I'm not. No,
1: not at all.
2: So 280e is from the war on drugs, and there was like a cocaine dealer that came in, took his case, I don't know, to the Supreme Court, and said that he should be able to deduct his business expenses from um, his taxes, and it led to this this law called 280e, where if your business sells a controlled substance, if your business manages a controlled substance, you can't deduct your business expenses from your taxes. Oh, God. And this law is upheld and the IRS is really aggressive about it with um, licensed cannabis businesses because it's really profitable for them. You know, one of the I main bet,
0: yeah.
2: things that makes states legalize is these tax dollars. And that number would really change if an legalized market where all of a sudden 280E was no longer relevant. So there have been some adjustments like um, businesses can deduct their direct cost of goods, um, like the shipping and like manufacturing. But that's it. Anything else, you're taxed on gross instead of net. So between the banking limitations, the barriers to investment, the licensing fees, oh my God, what businesses go through to be licensed businesses. And then 280 ADE, the majority of cannabis businesses are not profitable. It's a really, really, really challenging market.
0: That makes a lot more sense now why the product is so expensive too. Yes. Because yeah, comparing to what you used to pay to your, you, know, your friend <laughs> in high school, compared oh, to yeah. two hundred dollars an ounce or whatever the numbers are now, Dan, you could probably speak more to that.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, two hundred dollars an ounce is a decent deal. Um, you, you also you just got to realize when we were in high school, the the stuff we were getting was not this pharmaceutical grade what? shit that just what? blasts you in the outer What's space. This we
0: were talking about. <laughs>
1: Oh, the collective oh, okay. we of, of, of pot-smoking adolescent <laughs> ne'er-do-wells.
0: Oh, God. I've
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a street <laughs> gang, guys. Yeah, I'm, we were real I'm tough. totally getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, for the, for the record, I never, I, I don't think we drank together until we were out of high school. No, I don't think so. Um, and I've never known you to be, like, you, you joined the Navy. You were all Mr. Straight Edge. I was
0: never straight edge. I just, I don't know, it never was my thing is more fun for me.
1: Definitely. Well, yeah, I should say, I mean, it's just in regards to marijuana. You've never, I've never seen you express interest. Every time
0: I try it, I always get sick <laughs> 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 because it's, it's usually when I'm drunk is when I want to try it. And that's right, never,
1: right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's never a good, uh, good combination. Uh,
1: isn't, isn't it recreational legal in Illinois now?
0: It is. Uh, they just passed that recently. Uh, the, 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 the Pot company that I'm invested in. Cresco Labs is a big footprint here. Uh, are there any uh, marijuana stocks other than the one that you got from your your deal that you uh, you like to invest in, Jen?
2: Well, yeah, I want to share it with you, but they had a really terrible day, so it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're really, yeah, they're taking me for a ride right now. I, I've loved Kush, uh, Kush Bottles, a KSHB for years there. And so I've always been more educated on the ancillary side of the market because cannabis was an ancillary business and Helix and Helix has now merged with a company called Forian. So I've always been watching the ancillary side. The Mm -hmm. ancillary businesses are interesting because if you watch how they trade, um, there's a NASDAQ cannabis composite for North American companies that um, if you've, If you overlay and I'm not like I'm not a stock person, minus just this ride I've been on the last few years. So (laughs) have patience with my my noviceness here. But if you overlay these ancillary companies onto this Nasdaq cannabis composite, you'll find that they almost always trade in line with they follow the patterns of the greater licensed market, but they trade mm-hmm. at a much more conservative multiple. You know, a lot of these licensed businesses trade at like 200, 300 X. So Kush has been fantastic. Cause they've always, first of all, I know them. Like I just know the company. I, we worked mm-hmm. with a lot of people that worked with them. And because these stocks are access to capital, they're piggy banks for a lot of these companies, you have to be careful. They do get pretty abused. Um, but the Kush mm-hmm. business was always a huge provider of packaging. Um, child-resistant packaging for all of the dispensaries. And they're really good guys and a really good company. And they've always had a ton of revenue, uh, which can be challenging to find in the ancillary space, which makes sense because the cannabis businesses don't have a ton of money left over. So Kush has been a leading ancillary business. Um, They used to trade around four to seven X when the market was good. And now they're trading at like one X and they're still following the market. So I want to believe that in a healthier um, space, they're going to rebound and go back to you know four or five x. In which case, I'll be back to like they're at a dollar a share now, and I'm hoping they go back to three, three or four. It would be amazing, but <laughs> today be like yeah. That. <laughs> so yeah, I, um, yeah, to triple, I love that's the, all. That's all.
0: That's all. <laughs> I wish all my holdings would do that.
2: <laughs> I know, I know. So that's the that's the stock ride. You know, everything it doubles, it triples, and then it goes back down to nothing. So it's it's a ride
0: yeah I think we've been seeing Danny you've been seeing that with sundial and OGI, I think right
1: yes yes <laughs> i uh, i don't i'm I'm not particularly attached to sundial other than they I started trading them because they do have options, but right uh, OGI organogram I, I still believe i believe it, it, it it's been getting hammered despite analysts like raising its price target.
0: That uh, just means tasty dips.
1: Yeah, I have been buying more, but they keep <laughs> it it keeps going down and you can only do that for so long before you're like when will this downward pressure end.
2: It really breaks your heart. And like we bought more Kush too because they're yeah. doing so well. They've paid off a ton of debt. They just raised a bunch of money. Um they are about to undergo an, a big merger um which will make them the largest ancillary company in the world. Like they're doing great. They're, follow- mm-hmm. but they're following the market down, and so I just have to keep telling myself that they're following the market. And when the market rebounds a little bit, we're going to get back to a healthier space. But it beats you up.
0: Well, when you're long on something too, you can't look at it every day. It just drives you nuts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Very true. You just uh, got it. Yeah, and I remain convinced that throughout this year and the next the majority of news for pot companies will be positive like uh i really do believe that in my core i've been watching marijuana since the 90s i've been paying attention to what's happening in marijuana when it was a black market drug and and it's never been closer and the momentum and the rate of change in the past 10 years has been accelerating Mm -hmm. uh but we're not we're not there yet and yeah so I've got that some long term holdings and I, I don't know why I watch them every day, but uh, because I'm addicted to the screen, I guess, you know, I got to pull up my portfolio. Where's it well, at? You, Where's it at?
0: You got to separate your long term from your, your trading stocks, Dan.
1: Well, Ameritrade won't let me have two views like that, you know?
0: Yeah, well, you can have multiple watch lists. Just don't look at your actual, uh, your positions, just look at your watch lists.
1: I can't do that. That's <laughs> too much for me. I, 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 I've got to, have got to, want to know that number. I want to know where that number is and where it's moving.
0: I, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you, Dan. I mean, this is, a, this is probably as close as I think we've ever been to seeing uh, just the changes to make this more of a, God, I don't know what the, what's the right term? Not just accepted, but Uh, embraced. A
1: normalized industry. Yeah. Um, So, Jen, uh, you mentioned there was legislation that just passed the House that might ease up on these banking regulations?
2: Yeah. So it's the Safe Banking Act, um, which would be a huge, huge step. That would just allow access to banking, um, credit cards, traditional financing. And then, you know, hopefully that would pave the way for more institutional investment Mm. You know, investors to be more comfortable. And then we would need some level of legalization or decriminalization to deal with 280E. And I think if you moved through those pieces, you're going to have a vastly different market than we have today.
0: Sounds like the 280E is not something that's going to happen anytime soon or the decriminalization for that reason, unless they can figure out a way to increase their tax rates on it to make up for that loss.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're definitely not motivated to do it because they're <laughs> right. making a ton of money. But there is a lot, you know, public opinion is the direction of legalization. And it's like you said, we've never been closer. It would be great to see if we could, if it could happen in the next, you know, 18 months, uh, you know, while we have control of the house.
0: I mean, uh, God, even Oklahoma passed recreational or not recreational, um, me- medical.
1: Medical. Look, yeah. Look at Oklahoma.
0: Yeah. I mean, good Lord. Right? <laughs> everyone loves pot yes <laughs> <laughs> republicans just don't want anyone to know i guess <laughs>
1: <laughs> right that's the way it feels uh, yeah. i i i certainly when i'm out and about at a party or out in the wild amongst people of all stripes the the general sentiment is yeah marijuana's fine you're okay whatever we don't care why don't you let me have a hit <laughs>
2: I mean, you're telling me, and then we got into CBD, which after, you know, being in marijuana for seven years, I thought we were doing, it was so vanilla, you know, just the most accepted thing in the world and being out there. still people are like, okay, well, you know, this shop is more liberal. So they're, you know, they're more interested in caring. And there's still people that are really uncomfortable with CBD. And that was, that was shocking to me. I I had no idea that people were still uncomfortable with it.
0: I meant to ask you if CBD has the same difficulties or barriers, um, as, as marijuana does because CBD doesn't have any of the psychedelics, right? It's not, is it controlled too, or is it, is it a lot more lax?
2: No. So it's a little bit gray, but CBD is much easier. Um, mm-hmm. So CBD When comes from the hemp plant. I mean, it's in the cannabis plant, but when cannabis sativa is grown with less than 0.3% THC, THC being the psychoactive component of the cannabis plant, then it's industrial hemp. And under the 2018 Farm Bill, industrial hemp is legal to cultivate and sell uh, without a license across Mm. the country. So our CBD is all phytocannabinoid rich hemp oil, which is um, federally legal. You still have you know, these high payment processing rates. You have kind of this, a little bit of an overlap just because banking people are still unsure. They're uncertain. Um, there's a lot of advertising restrictions. CBD Mm -hmm. can't be advertised on Instagram or Facebook or Google AdWords. And then you've got, you know, public opinion and education you have to work through, but CBD is completely non-psychoactive and no, you're not dealing with any, anything near what the licensed businesses are dealing with.
1: Uh, I remember when that, 2018 farm bill passed i was able to start buying pounds of cbd from uh, colorado and they would just mail it straight to my house why
2: why yeah well what were you doing <laughs> why are you buying pounds of cbd
1: <laughs> well i was what i was attempting to do at the time was to quit smoking tobacco i was rolling filtered cbd cigarettes ah okay did it
2: work did it help
1: it, it did help, but it didn't work.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: No. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it helped in that, like, like it scratches the itch of wanting to have a cigarette in my fingers. Right. Um, and, and wanting to have smoke in my mouth. But I wasn't using any kind of nicotine replacement therapies, So I always found eventually I would crack and be like, I can't take these CBD cigarettes anymore. Give me the nicotine!
2: Yeah, I feel like it would feed the craving. Like, yeah, like non-alcoholic wine. I that has never worked for me.
0: Right? Why would you want that? I
2: don't know. It's just calories. It's just
1: grape
0: juice, isn't it?
2: It Just gets you in the mood. Yeah.
1: Oh. Uh, I will say, I I do have some friends who now I haven't done any research on this, but uh, I recently had a friend claim that uh, smoking CBD will bring you down from the psychoactive effects of marijuana and uh, he uses it yeah yeah he uses it if he feels like he's too high he can start smoking switch over to cbd and it will straighten him out that's not my experience i like to mix them together and feel makes me way more high
2: (laughs) and that's what i've kind of seen in the research you know once you start getting into the synergistic effects between different cannabinoids like thc and cbd it gets pretty complicated on a scientific level but um, I have seen that it, it more enhances uh, THC, but th- that's interesting. I'm not, I don't know.
0: Let me, let me ask you this, Jen, which, uh, which uh, strain would you recommend for somebody who has trouble telling the difference between like, say 130 and two, <laughs> 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 which, which pot strain would make somebody more... Timely.
2: i probably the CBD blood. I don't think of
0: that. Oh,
1: oh. Kyle, sounds like you've got somebody in mind. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like like you might be getting somebody a gift here coming up.
0: Uh, I'm just saying the guy who doesn't smoke pot is usually on time here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll own it. I'll own it. Oh, I'm not the most punctual man in the world. <laughs> You're half Italian. P- Punctural's not the right word. It's I, I write down the time, because like, the time for this interview call was written correctly in my Google Calendar. Just, just every time I looked at it, I saw two instead of 130. I, I don't know why.
2: Are, are you dyslexic?
1: No,
0: no. There's no, no two in there.
2: No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, like did say, anytime I look at it, I see a different numbers. And maybe something's flipping around.
1: <laughs> oh, it's called mislexic, where I completely miss go. the point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's going to be a clip. <laughs>
1: Oh, sadly, it's my own lazy arrogance where uh, I'll read the first two words and just assume I know what the rest says. <laughs>
0: I do that with my wife, too. Yeah, I'll hear the first couple sentences and then, like, I know what she means. And then I'll start arguing with her on a point that she's, like, when we're talking about the same thing. It drives her nuts.
1: Right, right?
0: <laughs> Why are you arguing? <laughs> That's not what I asked.
1: <laughs> oh. That's awesome. Oh, what did you say? Oh <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so Jen, tell us a little bit about what you're doing now, uh, other than watching pot stocks go up and down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Other than that, um, yeah, so we launched GE, um a few months ago. We've been working on it, though, for a couple of years. Gehe the concept was that CBD is much more effective if it's used consistently and over time. And also, there's various ways of um, ingesting CBD that service different layers, you could say, of the endocannabinoid system. So topical CBD interacts in the dermis, in the skin, in a really specific way. Versus mm-hmm. if you were to vape or do a tincture where it goes more into the central nervous system in the brain and it affects a different set of of organs and processes. So CBD is incredible for helping the body maintain balance and find homeostasis and the endocannabinoid systems all over the body. But we wanted to create a product that um, really Interacted with these synergistic effects of CBD in a way that was enduring, in a way that would become habitual, in a way that would be really effective. What we saw going, coming into the market is that there were a few major manufacturers of CBD products and the majority of what's out there, I think. to me, it looks like about 90% are -hmm. white labeled. So they're, you know, the same lotions coming from the same manufacturer, and then everybody's just branding. And it's kind of a a race to the bottom in terms of quality and just how much CBD can you pump into this, this lotion. (laughs) So, (laughs) so we worked with a really incredible R&D team, and we developed these, these high performance skin and body care products. Um, We have a face serum. It's a face serum that You would use if it didn't have cbd in it it's an incredible hyaluronic acid vitamin rich antioxidant rich non-comedogenic face serum that also has 250 milligrams broad spectrum cbd
0: so what's the benefit of the cbd in there what does that actually do
2: yeah so cbd in the skin is a really powerful ingredient um it interacts in the dermis and the skin to help regulate oil production increase (laughs) skin cell turnover it's a rich antioxidant, so a lot of in it and uh, reduces inflammation. Um, oh, yeah. A lot yeah, of the endocannabinoid so. receptors are mm-hmm. in the immune cells and so it, oh. it interacts with reducing inflammation. So using CBD on the skin can help really, really soften the effects of acne, any sort of irritated skin condition um, while reducing oil and, and antioxidants. It's a really powerful
0: uh, what about like arthritis
2: arthritis so arthritis is really interesting i actually have some issues with my joints in my hands i thought i had arthritis i'm I'm pretty young for arthritis but Mm -hmm. it turns out that the bones in my hands are too small for my hands and it creates like a torque issue so when i'm twisting and stuff i'm putting too much pressure on the joints um yeah so i was having an enormous amount of hand pain waking up with kind of these dinosaur claws and and not being able to move them and that is when we were in the r&d process for our balm our body balm so it was a That was a a blessing in disguise, I guess. And our body bomb is incredible. It has a 500 milligrams CBD isolate, which works to reduce inflammation and also helps kind of dull the pain sensation. Mm -hmm. And then it also has Arnica menthol, a bunch of cooling ingredients and, and more natural pain solutions in addition to 19 oils and butters. Um, so there's no water, no fillers. It's this really deeply hydrating, restorative balm. So if either irritated skin, hot skin, eczema, itchy, dry, or swollen, it'll cool and soothe and calm the whole area. Interesting. Yeah.
0: You have any samples?
2: Yeah, I do. I, do. I <laughs> love can, you, do can you ship them
0: across state lines. <laughs> I definitely,
2: as CBD is safe to send across state lines. I do have samples. Um, the bomb's phenomenal. I'm addicted to it. Same with the serum. Um, our last product then is an oral, an oral, an oral, an oral CBD, um, <laughs> because that does interact with different components of the body. Instead of just being in that skin, that surface layer, it moves into more the brain, spinal cord, where you're looking at more regulatory processes like. Early evidence suggests it can help with sleep-wake cycle, it can help with mood, it can help with memory. Um, So we developed what is amazing. It's a sleep tincture. A uh, dose of it is a great daily dosage of CBD, 25 milligrams. It goes under the tongue, which makes it mm-hmm. highly bioavailable. It goes into the bloodstream. And we it we also have melatonin, California poppies, skullcap, chamomile, so these other sleep-promoting ingredients. So you take it a couple hours before bed, and it really naturally relaxes you and helps you go into a nice sleep. But if you use it daily and you use it over time the CBD gets to work and it really starts to restore a real a much deeper healthier natural sleep pattern with more wakefulness during the day and falling asleep easier at night and being able to stay asleep at night. So um it's an incredible product and it it blends the best of the immediate effects of CBD with that long-term usage.
1: Hmm. Hmm. So that is a, a full spectrum CBD in the serum.
2: The serum and the tincture are both broad spectrum, so trace amounts of THC, but it has CBD and then the the terpenes and the flavonoids and essential oils, all these other components of the plant. And then in our body balm, we use CBD isolate just because there is that very, 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 very trace amount of THC in the broad spectrum. It's indetectable. I would be highly surprised if somebody could ever use enough of the product to have THC show up in their bloodstream. <laughs> right, right, right. No,
1: Way too much money. <laughs> way too much money. We'd be really happy to get to that
2: point. Um, but we did want to design the bomb for athletes, and so they didn't have to worry at all about THC uh. in the equation. And so for our bomb, it's a THC isolate, or it's a, C- a CBD isolate.
1: <laughs> no, no. I, I, I ask because uh, I use marijuana to control epilepsy. And I know that in Colorado, some of the tinctures, uh, the tinctures have been used to to do exactly that. Uh, yeah. But it involves the full spectrum. And I've had a personal problem in finding companies, uh, and this may sound ridiculous to you, or maybe not because you're in the business and in the industry, uh, companies that have a consistent product where when I buy the first bottle, and, oh, hey, this is working great. And then by the time you get to the second or, or third bottle, uh, it's, it's not working the same. I'm not feeling the same effects. Like, like it's a whole new batch and every, uh, all the levels have changed of all the CBD stuff.
2: That's so interesting. And yeah, a lot of it does have to do with manufacturing. I mean, CBD, you know, it's very similar to cannabis and a lot of the cannabis industry in a lot of ways. But in one area, it's really different is that the cannabis industry is heavily, heavily regulated and CBD mm-hmm. is not. And so people are uh, growing and extracting and making these home brewed products. Um, you've either kind of got this white labeled, uh, kind of these these products that are not very high quality, and then they're just throwing a bunch of CBD in it. That's one side. And on the other side, you have some interesting custom blends and, and more thoughtful, more mindful products, but they're being kind of home brewed. And that's what you're talking about. And then you're looking at quality, you're looking at um, safety, you're looking at Residual solvents. You've got other issues. So for us, it was important to have this middle ground where we worked with a really high-end lab team a really high-end manufacturer. We wanted that consistency that you would expect from a high-end spa-grade skin and body care product, not you know a little CBD startup.
0: Yeah, that's that's the consistency has got to be one of the number one things when you're trying to sell any product. You, You need to be able to get the same thing every time you order it, right?
2: consistency and safety you mm-hmm. know safety in terms of that there's again no residual solvents that it's um you know stable <laughs> that it has a good shelf life <laughs> that it's being made in a really clean environment especially right now it's not the best time to be buying something that somebody's you know been making in their kitchen
1: right
0: <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the cbd industry is kind of got some of the same issues that like the supplements uh do like the regulation on the supplements are just like almost non-existent like anybody can get together and like just throw in whatever mix of different ingredients slap a supplement label on it and then throw it on a shelf and there you go
2: yeah yeah and we're, we're really waiting for that guidance from the FDA which which does seem like it's coming um to say what yeah what what is going to be the guidelines to to guide CBD businesses and I think that will eliminate a heavy percentage of the noise that's out there mm-hmm. right now, because I don't think there are a lot of businesses that would not be compliant.
0: Has the FDA been evaluating any of the, the claims that the CBD industry uh, yeah. Like yeah, uses sure. their, their products for?
2: Absolutely. The the FDA is really watching these claims and it's really important to know, you know, we we know there's an endocannabinoid system. We know where these receptors are. We can see how CBD interacts with the receptors and and what that does on a mechanical level. But in terms of saying, what does that do? That's why I said, I think early evidence suggests that. It impacts our sleep-wake cycle. I mean, we have small studies on rats. We have mountains of anecdotal evidence. Mm -hmm. We obviously have customers that come back and say it's working, you know, but that's what we're running on right now. These are not peer-reviewed studies that the FDA is okay with. So we're, you know, there are companies that say this will help with COVID or this (laughs) will, we can't do that. We don't know (laughs) that. And we really don't know. All of it is anecdotal, small studies, early data suggests, period, Um, But it's worth trying and experimenting. And I think the most important thing for someone experimenting with it is to know that it's not a drug like smoking pot where you're going to feel that psychoactive effect immediately and you're going to have a great time. CBD, the effects of it, the way it works is it actually helps your body um, built up its natural cannabinoids. We have these natural cannabinoids in our body that mm-hmm. there's these receptors for everywhere. And the actual cannabinoids are named after They were named for bliss, the bliss molecule, um, anandamide, which comes from the Sanskrit word for bliss, because that was the effects on the body. Mm. And what CBD does is it helps prevent the degradation of these cannabinoids. It also helps prevent the reuptake of these cannabinoids. And it seems to modify the receptors in a way so that they are less likely to become overstimulated or understimulated. So it helps Mm. your body restore um, more abundant levels of your natural cannabinoids and um, you know, less likely to become under or overstimulated. And that's what leads to this balancing effect. But that takes time. That's why you say use the products for 30 days and creating products that taste good, smell good, are great to use and have immediate effects without the CBD, we believed was really important in terms of integrating it into a routine and making the results, you know, making it powerful. That's
0: so funny. There's not many companies selling when somebody sells snake oil it's, they they always promise immediate results right yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> they don't normally say yeah 30 days you need to give this some time to actually do its job
2: <laughs> yeah and and we created tools <laughs> we have these um these like bullet journals these tools on our website where you can download them and actually Uh, track symptoms, whether it's exercise, recovery, sleep, skin, um, you can track kind of the lifestyle habits that contribute to these results, because of Mm -hmm. course, if you're totally abusing yourself and then take some CBD, it's probably not going to help. Um, so it's the lifestyle (laughs) component and it allows you to track symptoms over 30 days and then integrate our products and see how that affects you because CBD Does affect everyone differently and it does take time. And we want to provide resources for people to integrate it in their life in a way that works for them and then to also identify if it doesn't work for them.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I think it was 2014 when I'd first gotten a medical card in Arizona. Uh, I met an older man in the dispensary. He was a a, a Vietnam vet and he he had his medical card. Uh, He didn't like to get high, he didn't smoke. He just had his card to go in and get CBD balm for his arthritis because uh, uh, it, it was the only place that uh, like in town that he could consistently get the balm at. And and I don't even remember who, who was making it at the time, but uh, but that's before I, I ever thought CBD had value. Uh, you know, I was just some stupid little pothead like, oh, I like THC. Let me get high. Uh, <laughs> that conversation like perked my ears up. I was like, wait. Uh, so So I've always had... An eye out, and it really does seem to me to be the the drug of many uses. Uh, You know, it it's just uh, because there's such a wide variety of the cannabinoids and and the way the system works in our body, but. Uh, I definitely, too, I get, I get turned off when they're like, Yeah, marijuana will shrink that tumor! It'll cure your cancer! <laughs> Put a bounce in your step and a <laughs> smile on your face! Like, we gotta at least be honest um, with what it can do. Right? Because it can do good things. Damn it.
0: God, it's just like the, the war on drugs where you just smoke marijuana and you'll end up dead with heroin needles sticking out of your arm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you junkie.
0: We just swung to the other side.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's schedule
2: one and like fentanyl schedule two. It's crazy.
0: God damn. Yeah. Fentanyl is insane.
1: <laughs>
2: fentanyl is insane. It will kill you
0: really fast. Yes.
1: yes it does (laughs) oh really really fast and uh, yes a a marijuana overdose will put you to sleep right and have you wake up the next morning maybe a little groggy but probably refreshed i end up staring in
0: the mirror trying to just figure out if i'm breathing
1: (laughs) (laughs) what's crazy to me is sometimes i'll come across a strain that just perks me right up uh, like coffee like like i couldn't smoke it before bed Mm mm-hmm uh, uh, that's how I know there's a lot of synergistic and a, and a lot of depths to the effect of this plant.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: The more I've learned about it, the more I find that it, it is the CBDs and the CBDGs and, and all of the non-psychoactive CBD stuff that seems to be have the greatest beneficial effects. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely, from a therapeutic perspective, yeah. There's There's so much to discover, and it is exciting to see it is easy to think that CBD is just a fad or that it's just people trying to make money off of, you know, a buzz and a newly legalized ingredient. Mm -hmm. Um, But when it's used correctly and with the right expectations and, and in formulas that are supportive and are high performance, I mean, if you... You're talking about an anti-inflammatory effect and you put it in something that has a lot of inflammation promoting ingredients, something that's uh, not good
0: for you, (laughs) it's
2: probably not going to help. Um, But you know, that's why like our line is really carefully curated with there's the face serum and it Mm -hmm. it can, people do come to us. They're like, my acne is better for the first time in my adult life. This is unbelievable.
1: That's amazing. Mm. (laughs) That's got to feel great. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's huge. I mean, it's huge to, to help people um, to give them that tool. And, and it's really, really, really effective. And like you were saying with the, the man you met with the pain bomb, there's nothing like this stuff. It took us over a year to get to a version of the bomb that I could start moving my hands again in the morning. I mean, and it, I knew I, I kept getting so frustrated with the pain and being like, I'm too young for this. What is wrong with me? But it was like, okay, this is a really, really, really
1: good tool to evaluate the products that we're building. <laughs> right. Your, your personal, pain guides the process.
2: It was great and like can rubbing it I have a bad knee and you know, put it in my knee after I work out and it makes a huge 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 difference in terms of how I feel, how quickly I recover, the health of my joints. I mean it's an amazing product. So it's really about just, you know, education and then getting people to try it and then getting them to try it for a while. And if now it doesn't work for you, that's totally fine. But a lot of people are blown away at that stage in the process.
0: So how do I invest in it? <laughs> well, you know,
2: talk. You just let me know.
0: <laughs> yeah. When are you getting listed on the stock market, uh, the stock exchange? Yeah.
2: I know. I think that would be a really great next step. Right. I do. Yeah.
1: So this is G-hi, uh, Jihi, J I H I. If if I wanted to su- like search on the internet to find out more about you guys, where would I go?
2: Yeah, jihi is j i h i dot com. Jihi is a really fun word. It's a Japanese word for compassion, and ji means to spread joy, and he means to ease pain. So it was a a awesome. Yeah,
1: nailed it. Yeah,
2: (laughs) (laughs) and it kind of sounds like laughter. Jihi, it's such a happy word. Jihi, yeah, Yeah,
1: like a Japanese laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Like some blushing, embarrassed girl in an anime. I
0: was actually thinking of uh, Kenny when he pretended to be the Japanese princess. (laughs) South South Park. Park.
2: Yeah, I I don't know where South Park is right now. Like, I just can't imagine a time where we've ever needed it more.
0: Yeah, they kind of disappeared, didn't they?
2: Yeah, right around coronavirus, Trump, pandemic. Like, come on, guys.
0: So how realistic was Randy's depiction of starting his weed farm?
2: It wasn't bad. I'm going to be honest with you. Integrity Farms was, I think I know a few Integrity Farms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the guy Integrity. Yeah. Scott <laughs> I love Tally when he's sampling. Yep, that's some good shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dan, do you got any, uh, any other questions? I think we covered most of mine.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. So I can email you my, my address and, and I can try out all the serum. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get drunk off CBD serum.
2: Yes, I would love that. <laughs> Absolutely. We have, we have samples available on the website, but I'm happy to send them to you if you want to send me your, ad- your address. We oh, don't yeah. do samples of the tincture, um, for obvious reasons. Is that but, the one
0: that puts you to sleep or is it? Yeah. Oh, dang it. That's the one I would have been.
1: Oh, I'll just go on your website and buy it. Oh, no, I know, right? still yeah, buy it. <laughs> <laughs> i've tried i've tried at least six or seven different brands because like 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 i said i do have legit medical purpose like if i'm smoking every few days at the least i don't have any problems with epilepsy and and i would i've, I've tried to medically handle that with cbd tinctures in the past um I, i've even tried to make my own uh you know uh when, when i stopped smoking uh, those pounds of cbd all, all the cbd i bought i was i was like well uh I guess I'll just cook up my own tinctures. <laughs> see how that goes. Uh, but speaking with you, I, I feel really confident that uh, you do have a consistent product. Where if I purchase one bottle, it's going to be the same as the next bottle I purchase, and that's that's something that I literally haven't, as a consumer, been able to fi- Haven't been able to find in the CBD industry, at least uh, in Tucson.
2: I'm so happy we've met. And yes, I I would love to, you will get a consistent product with us. And I would love to hear how it works for you and how it compares to the other things you've tried.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic.
0: Yeah. I think we see uh, some stories on your website I'm browsing through it right now. So I'm sure Dan wouldn't mind writing something up for you.
1: Yes, absolutely. Only if it's good though. Right, Dan? (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Don't, uh, don't. <laughs> this CBD tincture is the worst I've ever had. Don't believe a word Jen Beck says. She's a huckster, I tell you, a huckster. I oh. I
2: really, you know what, even tell me your feedback if it's bad because I'm really confident you're going to love it. And I also <laughs> think that the flavor you're going to be incredibly impressed with. You know, we did a lot of sampling ourselves during the product development process. Right. And a um, lot of the tinctures out there are disgusting. They're really oh, yeah. gross.
1: Oh, yeah. And <laughs> ours
2: is amazing. It's clear. It has a slight Sweet clove orange flavor. It's delicious. Mm. And it's here's the secret trick with our tincture. So take it like a dropper a couple hours before bed. For me, this is how I cut down on drinking. I replace my second glass of wine with the tincture. It's been really good for me. Um, and then you keep it on your nightstand. And if you have a middle of the night wake-up, and I have a toddler, so I have a lot of those, you can mm. do another little half drop, and 20 minutes later you'll go back to sleep. It has saved my life.
0: Huh. Wow. Yeah, I might be checking that one out too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about replacing my second drink. I, I see myself adding a dropper to my second drink. You oh, can do smart. that too.
2: I also do that. I mean, especially <laughs> today, I this Kush situation, 420, just throw it in.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's, let's, let's perk up this wine. There we go. Hmm, yeah. And a
2: little booster.
0: There you go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, right. that's your next product line, right? Your, your wine booster?
2: my cocktail booster i'm very excited about that idea actually
0: (laughs) cbd
1: mixers yeah well you
2: you guys can become investors we can put together the cocktails it'll be perfect
1: yeah nice Uh, all right you you got my hundred bucks all right (laughs) that sounds great invest
0: all right should we do some should we do a little game yes all right, Jen, are you familiar with Jeff Beck and Glenn Beck? Do you know who they are?
1: My
2: husband's going to be so mad when he listens to this. I know <laughs> I've heard of Jeff Beck. He's a guitar player.
0: Yeah, the g- guy who sang uh, that Loser song. Daniel
1: <laughs> Kyle, Ma- Kyle uh, Jeff Beck is a very famous guitarist who is part of the Yardbirds, the classic oh. rock era. Uh, Rod Stewart sang for the Jeff Beck group. Uh, Beck, who did Loser, okay. was from the 90s. Beck, oh.
0: I thought it was Jeff Beck. Okay, I mixed those up. All right, well, you know more than I do. (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: okay, it's only my name. I know guitar.
0: (laughs) Glenn Beck is the the guy, the crazy Republican that was on Fox News all those years uh, spouting off crazy conspiracy theories. So I'm going to read you some quotes, and you have to tell me whether it was Jeff Beck or Glenn Beck that said it. Okay. All right, you ready?
2: Yeah.
0: All right. The first one here. Oh, the tragedy and anguish. You just got to rage against the appliance, man. The toast is burning and you just got to rip it out and free it before it fills the house with smoke. Rage against the toaster.
2: Oh, my God. Who
0: said it?
1: Um, Jeff.
0: Nice. One for one.
1: All right. Ding, ding, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. She gets a point.
0: All right. Uh, next one. I'm thinking about killing Michael Moore and I'm wondering if I could kill him myself or if I need to hire somebody to do it. Go ahead. No, I think I could. Glenn. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> that's awful. Right. Oh, no, right? That's the tame one, too. I didn't even read the one about 9-11.
1: Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, here's the next one. Uh, eugenics. In case you don't know what eugenics led us to, the final solution, a master race, a perfect person, the stuff that we're facing is absolutely frightening. Glenn? Yes. What Man, a you're horrible this. guy. All right.
1: Oh yeah, he's, he's fun mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> How about this? Uh, let's see, about a year ago I started seeing these ads in the paper For laser vaginal rejuvenation First it was a little ad Next week it was twice as big And after a month it was a full page ad It just took over Something in that triggered a bunch of associations and projections Like what kind of activities do you have to engage in To get to the point where you need to bring a laser into the equation <laughs>
2: <laughs> Um, Glenn?
0: Nope, that was Jeff Beck. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) All right, last one. Last one. For the second time in a row, I ate all the bacon while making the rest of the meal. Jeff. No.
2: Gosh. That
0: That was was actually you on Twitter in
2: 2015.
0: (laughs) That was me? What did I say? For the second time in a row, I ate all the bacon while making the rest of the meal.
2: Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> 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 I've been in the fun industry a long time.
0: Three out of five. though. That's, I think that's the best any of our guests have done at any of our fun stuff. Mm. Uh,
2: has anyone ever gotten themselves? that they ever known that? They said something? What's that? Has anyone else ever known that it was them behind the quote?
0: Behind oh, them? no, we, we mix it up. Uh, I was originally going to try and do, is it a fruit or is it a pot strain? But the pot names were way too... Um. not fruit sounding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that's what I get for tweeting stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Twitter never goes away.
2: I know.
0: Nope. I knew that would be a good one because we hadn't looked it. at it in like six years.
2: <laughs> I'm blushing. Yeah, yeah. All
1: and right, Jen. Thank you so much for being here with us, Jen. This has been such a good time.
0: Yeah, I learned a lot.
2: You guys are awesome. This was a really awesome way to spend four twenty. Thank you.
0: Oh, th- and thanks for the tip on Kush B. I'll be adding that to my watch list.
2: Oh my gosh! If they keep going down, don't bring it up with me. But if no, they go no, back no, up, want. <laughs> it's cheap now.
0: It is cheap. Buy
2: the dip. Yeah, buy the,
0: <laughs> buy the dip. Buy the dip. Uh,
2: buy the dip. They're on the market. They're following the market. So uh, when everything legalizes and it goes through the roof, we're going to be rich.
1: Damn it. Right. I put in a buy order for tomorrow while we were talking. I knew it.
0: <laughs> I thought awesome. I heard you clicking.
2: <laughs> I, I love push. I've been following them for years. They're a great company, so I'm really rooting for them. I hope you guys yeah. hope you make some money on it.
0: Yeah. I like the idea of just playing the other side of it, the suppliers. It's kind of like the, the um, gold rush in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. the, the people rush. trying to mine the gold were the ones going broke, but the guy selling the shovels and picks made a fucking killing.
2: Yeah, and their revenue is great. They're trading at like 1.5x right now on like $100 in revenue. I mean, they're doing fantastic. They Mm -hmm. paid off a ton of debt. They've got this great merger coming up. So I don't know. I don't know why today had to be so shitty. That happens. I say that? Yeah,
1: Yeah, you you can say whatever you want on our podcast.
2: (laughs) Okay, great. Thank you.
1: Yeah, when it's a (laughs) shitty day, we got to be able to call it a shitty day, you know?
2: I'm 420, guys. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, Dan, let's wrap this up. Okay. We're let our guests get back to our life.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Thanks again, Jen. Everybody, please, we'll have a link. Go check out GEHE.com. We've got uh, a coupon code for you in the description. Save 20% on your, your purchases there. they got some wonderful products. Uh, just a phenomenal growing mm-hmm. industry. Uh, can't, can't wait till GEHE's got a public talk sticker so I can, I can buy some shares. Yep.
0: When she IPOs, hopefully she'll call us back.
1: Right?
2: <laughs> I promise. I nice. promise I'll reach out.
1: Whew. Yeah. This has been fantastic. And you know, uh, we hate to shut down the shop and kick y'all out, but the good news is we're coming back soon. So stick around. We'll have another exciting episode come, coming up for you. And don't forget to like and share and rate us and tell everybody you know about us. Shops always more fun with uh, more people inside. Uh, we love you so much. Until next time. Happy trades. Bye, folks. Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks in the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades.